1: Everybody, I'm Dennis Prager, back in California, a police state, and people vote for it. How do, how do people in California react? People in Los Angeles County, in whatever county San Francisco is in, how do they react to Florida and so many other states that have no mandates, people are not fired, from being nurses or policemen or firefighters, or for that matter, anything else, waiters. They're not fired. They don't lose their livelihoods because they didn't get a vaccine. The county of San Francisco that San Francisco is in? Hmm, that's beautiful. Well, LA's in LA County, but the, the county is not the same here where I live. Los Angeles City, ha- when is the Los Angeles City ban on going into a restaurant taking effect? Any day now, right? I believe so. So uh, you must understand something that I have understood from the very beginning. It has nothing to do with health. It is all about power. It's a combination of power and and less intelligent people. I truly believe that. I believe that Barbara Ferrer, the the, the county whatever she is. Uh, Health commissioner is not a particularly bright human being, and she has no medical degree. It wouldn't matter if she did, but it's just worthy of note. She got one in public health. Public health, health commissioner. Isn't that what I said? I said commissioner of health. You're correcting commissioner of health with health commissioner? For this, I returned to California Okay. Okay, fine. Anyway, uh, I regard a degree in public health as meaningful as a degree in education. Okay? They're a they're on the level of a degree in gender studies or women's studies or almost anything that says studies. That means that you have been indoctrinated, not educated. And It starts today. Ah, I picked the right day to talk about this. Today, I don't live in Los Angeles City. Praise the Lord. I live outside of uh, of Los Angeles City, but if I go into L.A., I won't be able to eat in a restaurant. Mind-boggling. I have I have had COVID. Yes. Contrary to the lie, L-I-E, lie, deliberate mendacity, whatever term you wish to use, of the CDC, which I truly believe I prompted because I said, and it got so much coverage, including a big article in the Washington Post of all places. You know, when I read it, I thought, why do they care what I said? And I thought, well, maybe it's important. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> and anyway, it got to the CDC because i said i preferred natural immunity to vaccination they said no vaccination is better it's a big lie israel had a gigantic study the most israel which is well more far more inoculated vaccinated than this country had a big study and showed people who had natural immunity that is who had had covid were less likely to have serious infection later but it doesn't matter. We we live in the world of lies. Wherever the left controls, there is a world of lies. There is no exception to that in the history of the left since Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. что правда это правда Communist He said that truth. Is what the Communist Party says it is. That's what it is in the US. Truth is what the, the left says it is. Okay. It's all about power and that is the reason while people are mocked by the left, that's all the left does is mock. It has no arguments. Yes. Freedom. Oh, the freedom to kill other people. Really? That, that's, that's what it is, but I thought you had the vaccine. So why would you be killed by the non-vaccinated?
0: And, and
2: when you see those messages, remember that unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth.
1: Okay, perfect, yes. That's the Prime Minister of New Zealand. Unless you hear it from us, it is not the truth. Exactly what the Communist Party and every totalitarian party said. Unless you hear it from us, it is not the truth. It has been truly a sad revelation to me how many people in the West buy their government, believe in the government. Oh, what was that statement? Who made it? Oh yes, McAuliffe. Do you have the McAuliffe statement on government? I think it was McAuliffe, maybe it wasn't McAuliffe, it was one of the commentators it's, there, there are so many people I cite; it's hard to remember exactly who said what. But it was, of course, another one about we believe in government. We played it, Sean. I don't know if you could find it. I don't expect you to find it. If you do, I'm definitely. Was it McAuliffe saying we we uh, we believe in government? Oh well, we might hit pay dirt. Don't get your hopes up, my dear listeners, but we might hit pay dirt. On a a personal note, as you probably know, at least if you listen to my show regularly, I went to Houston to see the World Series. It was an incredible grandfather-son-grandson time together. And it's like it's like a little dream. Having that day, I, th- I really do. I'm very grateful for these for these things. That... Oh, you're right, Jamie Harrison, head of the DNC. All right, what? Wait a minute, before you do it, I said I I want to give you something. No, no, I'm thinking, I am thinking, a tie. How would you like a tie? He's cracking up, ladies and gentlemen, because even if I gave him a tie, he would not know how to tie it. So, oh, you do? But you wouldn't wear it. Okay, well, you could wrap things with it. All right, do you have his uh, comment?
2: And calling the Republicans out for the lies that they have. We know that this is a party. The Republican Party is a party of fascism. We have seen them turn their their backs on America uh, with just the January 6th uh, events alone. You you know, I'm ashamed of some of these members of Congress that I used to have so much confidence in. And even though I disagree with them on policy, but I thought that in in the end of the day that they would stand up for America. Because that's the oath that they took. But to see them uh, with the yellow streaks down their back... Just deny that is shameful. And so, what we're going to do at the DNC, what you're going to see with a lot of Democrats, is we're going to start calling that out and calling it out uh, with some heat putting a little uh, hot sauce on it as we do it in South Carolina. Because it's, it, you know, democracy is on the line, and we have to be serious about this. I want my boys to be able to, to live in a better world than my grandparents lived in. But if we continue to go down this path and not call the Republicans out for the lies and the attempts to, to, to overthrow our democracy, then I, I can't be assured of that. And so we got to do all that we can to make sure we fight back because, again, democracy is on the line. Well, Nicole, I think partly, you know, in the DNA, the, the DNA of the of Democrats is, is that we believe in government. We oh, believe okay. in good That's government it. and good. good
1: policy. That's it. The DNA. Got to keep that. That's a keeper. The DNA of the Democrats is we believe in government. The only honest thing the man said, for the head of the Democratic Party... To say that the Republicans are fascists, and this goes unnoted? This man is a scummy human being. That's all it is. To call the Republican Party fascists? By the way, I believe that he believes it. See, when people say a lie enough, they do believe it. By the way, they keep saying that we tell lies, we Republicans— They never give the examples. Give us the examples. Generalizations without examples are worthless. Generalizations are great. I make them all the time. But 99% of the time, I give you an example. (laughs) I think he believes it. And by the way, I had a question that I asked half a year ago. If you really do believe that Donald Trump was a fascist, neo-Nazi dictator, why wouldn't you cheat in an election?
2: the dna of the of democrats is that we believe in government
1: 800 8384 Hey everybody, Dennis Prager here. Great to be with you. You know what the, the left never asks it's their children, aside from venal? What, what price does a policy cost? not only mean in terms of money. What, what price is paid? I'll give you a theory I have. You, you read about the. There are now thousands of cases, I believe, of fights on airplanes. Why do you think that is? This was not something that happened before. I believe that it is overwhelmingly due to masks, even if the fight is not about masks. There was this big fight, I don't know, was it Southwest? I don't remember which, just a day or two ago, to. One guy sitting in front of the other guy, and they got into a big fist fight. And they, they landed the plane, took one of the uh, passengers off. These things were very rare prior to masks. Masks dehumanize people. Not one leftist acknowledges that. It is an astonishing thing. They live in the world of lies. That's what they do. At least admit. Masks dehumanize. What do you think of the veil on Muslim women? Do you think it dehumanizes them? Of course it does. Then why doesn't the mask dehumanize us? What is the difference between a veil and a mask? One is for Allah and the other is for Newsom or Fauci. That's the only difference. And by the way, they have the, to defend Muslim, Islam for a moment, it, it is not required in the Quran. It's a, it's a later requirement, but it, it, it is a requirement in much of the Muslim world. Anyway, look they maybe it's okay. I'll never forget the head of the Union of Reformed Judaism. There are three major branches of Judaism Reform, Conservative, Orthodox. The head of the Reform Movement, years ago speaking to the Islamic Society of North America, said, I honor the veil. Gives you an idea of where the Reform Movement has moved from its noble origins to a left wing, non thinking society. A Reform Synagogue, one of the biggest. In, in America, here in California, they put a mask at the tip of the shofar, which they blew on the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. Shofar is the ram's horn. Imagine that. I don't know how people didn't laugh. It's pathetic. Leftists are scared, unhappy people. There's no exception, not including liberals. Liberals make the left possible, but they're not leftists. Which doesn't excuse them. Just I just want to make that distinction. They're happy liberals. They're no happy leftists. As I point out frequently, because repetition is the mother of pedagogy. That's That's the issue. Okay power my friends power we have power over you you don't listen to the government you will lose your livelihood you will be ostracized from society that's it that's what it's about so even if you have natural immunity you must get vaccinated twice and a booster too and then another booster One day it will come out how many people were hurt with the vaccine. And by the way, I believe a lot of people were helped by the vaccine. I can actually juggle two ideas at the same time, unlike the left. I have no doubt that there are people whose lives were saved by the vaccine. I have no doubt that there were people killed by the vaccine. I think that more people's lives were saved than killed by the vaccine. How do you like that? But I I, I don't believe that the vast majority of people who got the vaccine needed it. And if you're lucky enough to have had COVID without any severe repercussions, you're in the best position of all. Immunity without vaccine. I am in that blessed state. 1-8 Prager 776. 877-243-7776. 877 243 Voters cancel the war on police. Wall Street Journal. With crime surging in many cities, voters rejected the anti-police left this week. Minneapolis was the birthplace of the defund the police movement, but on Tuesday, more than 56% of voters rejected a proposal to abolish the police department. More than 56%? See, I want you to know how I read that, however. Well, obviously... I'm happy about it. 44% of voters in Minneapolis voted to abolish the police department. That's how I read it. Nearly half of the people of Minneapolis are morons? Are nihilistic fools? That's that's sad. Nearly half of the people of Minneapolis believe that fewer police means less crime. Do you know how stupid you have to be? How do you become that stupid? So it's not a matter of brain matter. I believe everybody has, 99% of people have sufficient brain matter. How do you become that stupid that you would believe that fewer police means a safer city? It shows you how doctrine trumps reason. That's how. And leftism is a doctrine.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet and so I tried it out and amazingly after about a year it doesn't happen overnight I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com They offer a two week trial of their product and a one year money back guarantee. At NerveRenew.com Or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. NerveRenew.com I'm reading to you from the Wall Street Journal. Voters canceled the war on police. So 56% of voters in Minneapolis voted to reject a proposal to abolish the police department. means 44% of people in Minneapolis did. So there's almost a one-in-two chance, a 50-50 chance if you bump into someone in in Minneapolis, you've bumped into an idiot. Tell me why that is not an appropriate term for somebody who votes to abolish the police department. They're not, you see, they're not an idiot in the sense that they lack brain matter. Their brain may be equal to mine or superior to mine. I have no issue with that possibility. It shows you, though, that brain matter is not what ultimately determines intelligence, ability to think clearly, and to resist brainwash. You really think fewer people will die, will be murdered, if there are fewer police? Then you are an idiot. You are a dangerous idiot. 44% of the people of Minneapolis are dangerous idiots. That's a bad thing. It's not a matter of I'm seeing the glass half empty. I'm seeing the glass for what it is. 44% of the people of Minneapolis voted to abolish the police department. They voted for death. Get it? Murder, not just death. Murder. They voted for theft. They voted for rape. Everyone who voted, the 44% of the people of Minneapolis who voted to abolish the police department, voted for increase in rape. That's a scary thing, friends. Very scary. It's not 10%, it's not 20%, 44%. How does that happen? How many of them went to college? I bet a lot. Same in Seattle, of all places. The city was still towning ballots on Wednesday, but as of this writing, moderate Bruce Harrell was trouncing progressive M. Lorena Gonzalez, nearly 65 to 35% in the race for mayor. Mr. Harrell promised to rebuild the police department. Okay, 35%. We're getting into Elvis Presley is still living territory. I can live with that. 44% is scary, 35%. It's okay. That one third of my fellow citizens are dangerous fools, I can live with. Nearly half is tougher. Mr. Harrell promised to rebuild the police department, restore public order, and refuse to tolerate property destruction. Ms. Gonzales was president of a city council that slashed the 2021 police budget by nearly $35.6 million. More than 300 officers have resigned or retired in the past two years. Seattle has seen some 443 shootings this year. 443 shootings in Seattle this year. This is only the beginning of November. Or If you don't like only, it's the beginning of November. In all of 2019, you have to do the pre-COVID year, 332. Hmm. Went from 332 to 443, and we're not done yet. It's probably reached 500, at least. Hmm. Feces litter the city streets. Now, let me ask you a question, folks. Do feces litter streets run by the right or by the left? Can we have the timer, Sean, please? I want, I want listeners to have the time to meditate on the question I just posed. Would you assume that a city with human fecal matter ubiquitous on its streets is run by the left or the right? guess we don't have our tick-tock okay all right all right give me the buzzer because we took our time buzzer this this was not on the the top of the list of things to press okay Mm. yeah all right that didn't go over well the mechanics just weren't there.
0: Nope.
1: So, uh, it's a good question, isn't it? Ask that to your uh, a friend who's a Democrat. Cities with fecal matter are more likely to be run by Democrats or Republicans. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Ryan in Minneapolis, hello.
0: Hey, Dennis, I think you're being a little hard on Minneapolis right now. I think the measure was
2: poorly, was very vague, poorly written. I don't think the 41st 6% of people voting yes, is strictly that they want to defund and abolish the place. I think they're still reeling from George Floyd, and I think that they just wanted to see change, and I think that was where you get the yes vote. I don't think everybody's stupid in Minneapolis. I No, I don't think, think everybody is. I think 44% are.
1: Okay, you have a more charitable view of the 44%. Uh, you think they're stupider than I do. They they didn't understand the proposition. That's your defense of 44% of your fellow citizens.
2: Like no, cr- no, let me no, just I say wait
1: wait 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 wait, let me just say something. I crap right. on LA. I was going to go
2: under another aspect of the of the public safety.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's your read of it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. It's not the Wall Street Journal's read. It's not anybody else's read but Ryan's. 44% of your fellow citizens wanted to abolish the police as it now exists. They wanted to substitute some government agency. Okay. I don't understand why you defend people in Minneapolis because you live there. I don't defend LA for voting for uh, Eric Garcetti. I don't defend LA for voting for Gascon, this despicable George Soros funded district attorney. I didn't even root for the Dodgers when they were in the playoffs, and I said why. I don't like my city. It's become a scummy place to live. I'm sorry to say it. I loved it when I came here. The left has ruined a great city called Los Angeles. If you can't acknowledge that about Minneapolis, I'm sorry. Unbelievable. People defend their city. I don't defend my city. I defend truth, decency and goodness. That's what I defend. LA has been ruined by the left. San Francisco has been ruined by the left. Philadelphia has been ruined by the left. Everything in Philadelphia has been ruined by the left. It's uh, I will talk about Philadelphia later. It is astonishing that city. It's astonishing. Not to mention New York. This is the problem, folks. People don't acknowledge how bad the left is. You know why? For my oldest insight, because darkness, excuse me, evil is not dark. Evil is so bright people can't face it. That's what it is. Oh, they didn't read the proposition. 44% of your fellow citizens are stupid and have voted for evil and death and rape. That's the fact in Minneapolis. And it would happen here, too. They voted for more death by voting for Gascon. I don't have any loyalty to Los Angeles. I have loyalty to values. I don't understand why anybody who calls himself a conservative, and I'm not saying Ryan does, I have no idea what my my last caller's politics are. Maybe it's too painful to think that as you walk down the street of Minneapolis, there's a 4.4 in 10 chance that the person you're passing is a dangerous fool. Yes, it's disturbing. You don't fix things if you don't follow what is happening. The first thing you do when you want to fix a disease is identify the disease. You go to a pathologist first. Then you go to a doctor who can fix it, hopefully. You are, you live in a pathological city, and so do I. Every city is pathological. This is from the biblical time to the present. Big cities are bad places. They got great culture, great finance, great restaurants, and despicable values. That's the nature of big cities. People are meaner in big cities than outside of big cities. People are stupider in big cities than outside of big cities. Okay? And Minneapolis is a big city, certainly for Minnesota. You got me going, Ryan. I, I salute you. I point out that 44% of Minneapolis citizens voted to abolish the police department, but it was a poorly worded proposition. Okay, I get it. Jim in Minneapolis, hello. I don't know why Jim in Minneapolis is not coming up, but Jim in Minneapolis is not coming up. Okay. Because the screener is talking to him. Okay, that's a good reason. I wanted to take another Minneapolis call. I have calls from around the country here. All right, let me clear up some lines here. And we will have a better chance here. All right, here we go. Jim in Minneapolis, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, can you
0: hear me,
1: Dennis? I do. Dennis,
0: Dennis, I live in Minneapolis. I've lived in... uh... La, both have been destroyed, destroyed by the left. Uh, my my reason for coming to Minneapolis, back to Minneapolis, was because it wasn't Detroit or Chicago at that time. In the matter of a year, Dennis, the city has been destroyed. Millions and millions, if not billions, of dollars have been spent on new freeways throughout Minneapolis. There are. Anytime a new wall goes up, graffiti almost immediately. It's mm-hmm. not caught up. It's left, it's left alone. It, the city is destroyed. Your last caller is running through his life wearing these rose-colored glasses. I'm going to hang up and let you... Let you All right.
1: Yes. No, I, uh, that's exactly right. By the way, graffiti is always a uh, symbol of what James Q. Wilson, may he rest in peace, a great man whom I knew pretty well... He was, uh, to my great pleasure and honor, he was a listener to my show. We had dinner, he and his wife and I, a number of occasions. Broken windows theory. If you allow broken windows to go unrepaired and unprosecuted, it will ultimately lead to great theft, rape, murder, you name it. Graffiti Massive amounts of graffiti are a very bad sign of a place. Urban art, the left calls it, right? Urban art. Back in a moment.
0: The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everyone.
1: Reading to you from the Wall Street Journal led to that great, great, impassioned response on Minneapolis you got to read my column, I don't know, it came out a month ago, on how bad big cities are. They are. I grew up in the biggest, New York City. By the way, it benefited immensely from its culture. It's where I learned to conduct orchestras, at the New York Philharmonic Library. I loved the bookstores, I love the culture, but there's a lot of rotten ideas that come from New York. Let's look at New York University. Look at Columbia University. Anyway, well, but it's true for almost any university. But especially in the big cities. People are more real outside of big cities. There are nice people in big cities. There are awful people outside of big cities. But the, uh, but look, look at, look at how they vote. Look at... Los Angeles. A a, a district attorney who, who won't prosecute people who steal $950 a day! A day! <laughs> it's a pretty good uh, way to make a living. Because uh, you're told if you go into a store uh, nobody in the store will try to stop you. It's part of the be safe syndrome in America. This was not true 50 years ago. You took something in a store, you shoplifted, and somebody saw you. They grabbed you. Not today. No, no, because you might get hurt. You might get hurt. That's the new motto of the United States. You might get hurt. Or, hey, play better safe than sorry, Sean, in the national anthem. Which is something I said uh, a long time ago, Right? Our motto has become better safe than sorry. Do we have that? Better safe than sorry.
2: For the land of the free, better safe than
1: sorry. Yes, this is what I noted. Years ago, everything is born before. The leftist ideas were conceived a long time ago. They have now come to fruition. But there is hope, my friends, and Virginia is only the tip of the hope.